Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hey there, this is Rich Eisen. From my family to yours, happy Thanksgiving. This is a Rich Eisen Best Of. In this hour, Michael C. Hall, Tyrese Gibson, comedian Sarah Tiana. And now, it's Rich Eisen. This man is back in his role of Dexter on Showtime. It is a 10-part limited series of the show that... uh, that ran for eight years and is now back Sunday, 9 Eastern time on Showtime. I am a huge fan of this man's work going way back to six feet under on HBO. He is right here on the Mercedes-Benz van phone line from Dexter, the star of the show, Michael C. Hall. How are you, Michael? Thanks for coming on. I greatly appreciate okay, this. Okay, good, good. Yeah. You. Um, so. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. You. You bet. Uh, like I said, I'm. I'm a big fan. Going back to the six feet under days uh, for you with uh, HBO, and now uh, it's just so rare for fans of a show to get. Uh, I know the word revived is certainly um, been thrown around, but this is a limited series in a way. Like, what what led you to want to do this again, Michael? Well, you know, the the I did it for about eight seasons, which is about eight years. Took about eight years off, and um, yeah. we we batted around the idea of returning to it. I think in this case, a story emerged that felt like it was worth telling. One that had a lot to do with the fact that as much time has passed as has passed, because the central relationship is going to be between Dexter and his now grown son, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you know the 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 finale was very dissatisfying for for fans i think and um and and if nothing else totally open ended so i think a big part of the motivation was just to find out both for ourselves and for everybody else what the hell happened to this guy and so um what what attracted you to this particular storyline that's it because again i'm sure you had to um, have a lot placed in front it, of you that it focused yeah, I, I, I liked that it that it focused on the relationship with the son. I like that as much time has passed for him as it has passed for the rest of us and that he's been committed to abstinence. You know, the fact that we're turning the cameras back on suggests that he's probably going to slip up and start killing again. <laughs> and the idea of someone who's done as much as he's done and then just turned it off, turned 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 off the murder hose... You know, the idea of somebody turning that back on and the chaos that would ensue felt inherently dramatic and um, 
We're also, he's in a completely different environment. He's living in a tiny little upstate New York town surrounded by snow and ice. I mean, he couldn't be further from Miami. He's living under a different name. And, um, yeah, it just, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, it, it felt like it, it was a, a new context for the show that would do the character justice. And, um, that's what we tried to do. What was the strangest, um, I guess, construct to revive this character that you heard from either a fan or anyone that you were pitched? Which one did you hear that was I think the strangest pitch came from my mother who wanted to watch a season of Dexter uh, just simply living in a monastery. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom forwarded you that idea? She just wanted to... Yeah, she was just like, wouldn't it be great if... we? Yeah, we just... We just watched him, you know, do his do his daily chores, go to bed early, and just be quiet. You know, that's that's what well, that's what mom that's what mom wants to watch. So um, she wants me to she wants to watch me behave. Yeah, how does you know your mom handle the fact that you've uh, been seen on camera? And like you know, my mom to use the the phrase that she uses, she fells when she sees me on television talk sports. Uh, how does your mom handle you being right. a, a cold blooded uh, serial monster? Uh, Michael, is that why the monastery stuff comes in right there? She she takes it in stride. I mean, <laughs> I think I think she, you know, mom loves me for me, and I think it may be strange for her to see me pretending to be all these other people who, maybe people, maybe people love Dexter or other characters I've played, and yes. uh, I think I think she she. Uh, she, she almost feels compelled to announce to people, you know, I taught him better than that. He doesn't actually. <laughs> I, I never told him it's okay to murder people. Yeah, okay, in that's, anyway. good. that's good. Um, so but, that, but essentially, no, she's very she's very proud. She's happy to see me. I guess the only thing that will be worse. Working. The, the only, yes, right? <laughs> I guess the only worse idea, with all due respect your mother, would be Dexter the musical, right? Like to see this, all of this sort of set yeah, to music, yeah. right? Sort of like a, a cop yeah, rock. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've learned in this business to never say never, but I feel comfortable saying that. <laughs> I've got Michael C. Hall here on the Rich Eisen Show. Is it true that you prepared for the role of Dexter back in the day by following people around New York City? Did that actually happen, Michael? That is that is true. I, I just to just to get a taste for what it would feel like to um, you know endow some stranger with reprehensible characteristics and maybe follow him around the city a little bit. It was mm-hmm. surprisingly easy. You know, there's a lot of people in New York. People uh, people can uh, be followed without without knowing you're doing it. I didn't follow anybody home. Okay, that's good. I just, you okay. know, maybe down to the subway, back out of the subway, just to see how it felt. And how did it feel? Uh, I'm, I'm curious. Like, how- uh, it felt invigorating in a way it's like it's like you're in on a secret that nobody else knows about mm-hmm. you know it gave me a sense of i mean just the tiniest taste of what it must that it might be a bit of a power trip trip to be carrying around secrets that formidable you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now here you're back on on if the air can. Yeah, no, I, and it's interesting too. The, the the scene and the setting there's sort of like a stephen king feel to it seeing you in the snow with an axe, you know. Yeah, totally. And, it's a, it's a kind of a misery esque. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was nice to be in an environment that was so completely different. So I never got confused and thought I was in a time warp or anything. It was obvious because I was freezing that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that time had passed and we were in the present. Michael C. Hall here on the Rich Eisen Show. So, are you a sports fan of any way, shape, or form in any way? 
Michael. Yeah, you know, I grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina, so mm-hmm. Tobacco Road, ACC, big uh, big follower of, you know, one of my earliest sports uh, thrills was, I was an NC State fan because my dad played football there and his two brothers did as mm-hmm. well, and so I was, um, you know, like... I think eleven, maybe Jimmy going v. on twelve. Jimmy when v. NC State won the yeah. won the NCAA championship in '83, and um, I mean that was probably the biggest sports thrill of my life. But uh, yeah, I grew up going to ACC football games, basketball games, and all that. As far as professional sports, we didn't really have any local teams. Right. Um, the Carolina Panthers didn't exist yet, so I was a Redskins fan mm-hmm. uh, growing up, okay. which was uh, which was fun too. They had some good years when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're talking about '80s yeah. sports, Mike, Michael, if you're talking '80s sports, you're talking Jimmy V running around, can't believe it, looking for someone to hug, right? Oh yeah, running around trying to find somebody to hug. Right. I, I mean, mean, it was one of the greatest moments. That, that whole run was insane. From they had to win the ACC tournament to even get into the tournament, they managed to beat. Uh, they beat Virginia for the to to win the ACC tournament, and then they managed to beat them again uh, in in the NCAA tournament. You know, Ralph Sampson, and yeah. it was it was insane. They were they just thought it was going to be a bloodbath. They were playing uh, Houston in the final against Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler. It's it's mind-boggling that they won that game. Five slamma jamma, right? And then that's that's who they beat exactly. in Houston. And then uh and then so if you're a Washington um you know fan for football, um that's when Gibbs was winning it all. My god, what a what a time for you to be a rookie. Yeah, yeah, fan, man. Right? I that was uh Joe Theismann, John Riggins, you yeah. know. Um Oh yeah. I actually in my elementary school in Vienna, Virginia, I grew mm-hmm. up in North Carolina, but I spent 2 years, second, third, fourth grade just outside of Washington, D.C., my dad worked for IBM, and he got transferred up there. And Joey Seisman, Joe yes. Seisman's son, was in my ankle biter football league. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> we were, we were, it was like kids below 75 pounds were just, they were called the ankle biter league. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, and, and so, so, yeah, he was in my, he played running back. He didn't play quarterback. But there were a few times where uh, he came. Joe Theismann came and picked him up from practice. <laughs> cool. That had to be pretty damn cool. Joe Theismann, uh, yeah. being at your at your youth sports, youth football game, that had to be a thrill. And again, just yeah. Gibbs and winning all that. So, uh, did, did you ever see a game in RFK? Do you have any recollection of that? Did you ever go to the old RFK? Yeah, we went and saw him play the Houston Oilers. Um, Damn. That was the only game I actually went to. I mean, I watched him religiously, but it's the only one I saw in person. So I, got to, I was as thrilled as anything to see Earl Campbell. I, I remember. But, uh, I've, I've been, Art I, Monk was always my favorite player. As well, as well he should. I mean, he, he was just sublime is the word for him. And, you know, I, I remember I went to a game in RFK, one game, and it was a Cowboys-Redskins game, and they were like, you know, hanging Danny yeah. White in effigy in the parking lot as I was walking into RFK. Yeah. And uh, I remember I was two rows from the front of the upper deck, and uh, I had to get up and lean over to see if somebody scored a touchdown because it hung over the end zone. Like, I just remember, and I also remember it shaking. I remember the place actually literally shaking because it it was, I don't know. I mean, that's old school stuff, man, you know. Yeah, they don't day. make them like that. They don't. They don't. I know. So I'm here with uh, Michael C. Hall. Hey, before I, I let you go, um, six feet under. What a what a program that was. 
what what was it like uh, being on that show um, uh, about a family in a funeral home and the father has passed away, but he's still there talking to everybody. What a brilliant program yeah. that was. What was that like for it was, you? It was incredible. That? It was like um, five seasons, a magical time, and sort of like the 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 wave upon wave of like great television that we have now. I mean, that was the I was sort of on the the crest of the first wave of TV's golden age. You know, when I when I read the script for that pilot, it was it was something that was as good if not better than anything I'd ever had the chance to audition for in in any medium you know it was uh it was an it was an amazing time it, yeah. was, it was like living a parallel life um with a with a what felt like a very real rich family in a very very fully realized world you know right and then you got know, when the sopranos was on the air on hbo right it was your show yeah, that's and, right it was it was uh it was during that time oh my gosh no doubt about I, and i just remember it was dark but it was also um moving it, it it really was you know and yeah you know one of the most gratifying things is i still hear from people who talk about how somehow watching that show about these people running a funeral home and dealing with death maybe helped them as they navigated some sort of loss in their own life and i mean you know that's about as good a thing as you could hear from somebody about the work you do that it somehow helps them deal with their struggles you know yeah Oh, well, uh, congrats on the return of Dexter. Like I said, I'm, I'm a fan. And, you know, maybe we get your sitcom. What do you think? Just like, you know, like live studio yeah, audience. Yeah, i got to lighten it up. What do you think? You know, I mean. Yeah, do, if, i got to do it for mom. <laughs> a monastery sitcom. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. I, I've never met your mom, and I never talk about other people's mothers, but maybe she should, you know, not pitch ideas. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. I don't. I don't know if TV executive is definitely in her future. That's for sure. <laughs> well, congrats on Dexter yeah. New Blood and the return of your character. Is it possible that there's more to come with the success of this? Another. I can't say definitively because it would. Uh, <laughs> it would tip the scales. Okay. I don't All right. Spoil anything. All right. Very good. Uh, thank you for that answer. I will. I will accept the coy response and send you <laughs> on with your rest of your Friday. Thank you for the call, Michael. Really appreciate All right. it. Thanks a lot. You bet. Right. That's it. Michael Bye-bye. C. Hall right here on The Rich Eisen Show. This is a Rich Eisen Best Up. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. 
Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is a Rich Eisen Best Up. Pleased to have here on the Rich Eisen Show a man who is starring in the film Dangerous that uh, is out there in theaters and on demand, starring Mel Gibson, Scott Eastwood, Famke Johnson, and Kevin Durant with a D. Not it's not Kevin Durant. That's a big oh, wow. yes. I know it's a big difference. Uh, here on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line is none other than Tyrese Gibson. How are you, Tyrese? I'm good, man. Good morning to you, sir. Now, good morning to you as well. Um, this is not a surprise to me. Your voice does sound great, man. I got to be honest with you; it's coming through yeah, right well, now. Yeah, your voice is great too, man. Compliments uh, to you too, sir. Radio, I appreciate man. it. Well, I've got this big <laughs> microphone in front of me. You're talking in front of a landline, right? This is a, this sounds like a yeah. <laughs> you're an adult, you know. You're an adult. You have a landline. You've got a voice. You're going to ready to roll. I love it. Um, no, no, I'm I'm talking from my cell phone. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Jeez. Okay. I like it. I like it very much. Um, how did you get into acting? How did that first start for you, Tyrese? John Singleton, rest in peace, um, was the guy that, you know, um, I think we've all had that moment where um, we either see something, we're exposed to something, or someone says something and they're like, I see something in you that you may not see in yourself. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, I was only a singer, and I was so excited about my singing career. I, the last thing I wanted to do was act. And, um, you know, they always say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. So I guess uh, I guess there was something I was supposed to do that I was running from or never just sat still and heavily considered. And um, John Singleton chased me, literally chased me for five years and just kept saying, you're going to be an actor. I'm going to put you in a movie. And he did that to so many people from Ice Cube to Neil Long to you name it, Morris Chestnut. Just a lot of people that he ended up putting on um, who made their debut in, in a film that he directed. And I was one of the lucky ones. So fast forward, as I get this call about Dangerous, on the other side of him passing away, mm-hmm. coming up on three years now, when I book movies, it feels different now because he would always be the first person I would call. Oh, boy. Um, and I would call him throughout the shoot or just talk to him about, you know, we got to do this scene, man, any advice? You know, he was constantly mentoring me. And, um, you know, you never miss a good thing till it's gone. But, yeah, this dangerous movie is, is something, man. Well, I just want to linger a bit with uh, John Singleton before we get to the present day as well, Tyrese. So um, why did he have to chase you down? Don't you say yes to John Singleton <laughs> right away? No? I knew who he was, but this might sound ghetto as hell. Okay. Might be crazy. Sure. But my truth is, I'm from South Central L.A., and when you're in the hood, 
They always talk a lot of mess about people who go Hollywood. Oh, he acting all Hollywood. And then after I did my first movie, the only reason I did it is because my character was from South Central L.A. It was a ghetto classic. We felt it at the time while we were making it. And I felt like all my boys I grew up with would never say I went Hollywood because I was doing a movie that was about the hood. Um, and then later on, as I got into the industry, I realized that Hollywood is not a career. It's a personality type. And people are arrogant, cocky, act like they're bigger and better than everybody. They nose is up in the air. He acting all Hollywood was something that they could say about anybody. You could be in real estate, you can be a thousandaire, a millionaire, and if you start acting brand new, bougie, or out of touch, then that's a personality type that they call Hollywood. <laughs> so it was the stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> like, I ain't never finna do no movies. They ain't finna call me Hollywood. <laughs> but that was my reason. Hmm. And uh, John talked me into it. It just goes to show you, man, that should never listen to people on any level that's trying to discourage you from taking advantage of opportunities. And who would ever think um, I'd be working with, you know, Mel Gibson, mm -hmm. who I grew up watching um, ever since I seen Passion of the Christ. I just was like, man, one day I just hope to share the screen with this man. And here we are. Um, I work with, with, with Kevin Durand. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. Um, we did a film called Legion. Um, me, him, and Dennis Quaid. So it was cool to reconnect with him. And um, I work with Scott Eastwood as well on Fast 8. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it felt like a bit of a homecoming and, it was a it was a moment, you know. My last name is Gibson. His last name is Gibson. Yes, <laughs> that's so, right. Pretty cool. Pair of Gibsons, <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, Tyrese Gibson here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. What did you like about Dangerous? What do you like? What should we be looking forward to seeing in this one? I mean, you know, the gist of the movie is Scott Eastwood is trying to get to the bottom of who killed his brother. And he's literally sociopath um, who has to take medicine because he just doesn't. He's a he's a sociopath, and um, uh, you know he just kind of goes through this whole movie on this journey, trying to get to the bottom of who killed his brother. And um, I can't give the whole movie away, but right. it's it's one of them thrillers trying to avenge his brother's death. It's, it's something crazy. It's available in theaters uh, right now on demand. Uh, Tyrese Gibson here on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, what's your sports affiliation? Lakers? Would you go Lakers? Dodgers? Yeah, you got I'm any football? Big, I'm not a big sports guy, but if I do rock with sports, it's definitely the Lakers. Okay. Well, because I, 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 I thought, you know, and I, I've done this for a long time in the sports world for about 25 years, Virtually every uh, um, singer, recording artist wants to be a sports star, and vice versa. You know that never that never hits you. That never not me. Not you. Okay. No way. All right. No way. Really. 
that never yeah. that never hit you because it just strikes yeah me. i haven't i mean this is sadly if i watch a, a football game mm-hmm. it's normally super bowl sure if i watch a baseball game it's normally pieces of the uh you know the world series mm-hmm. so i live in atlanta now and so obviously i was definitely watching bits and pieces of that game okay and and feel really proud of of the Braves now that I live here. But I'm a Laker fan, always been from the beginning of time. Magic Johnson, um, Kobe to LeBron now is definitely um, my favorite team. Tyrese Gibson here on the Rich Eisen Show. Tyrese, we play uh, with celebrity guests on this program, a game called Celebrity True or False. We have a couple of facts here from your, uh, from your, uh, I guess, filmography as well as uh, articles that have been written uh, about you. And I just want to know what's true and false, if you don't mind. We even have some. Uh, uh, we even have some. Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, here we go. We even have some uh, some good production value to it. Go ahead, hit it, please. Celebrity, true or false? You can't handle the truth. Okay, here we go. Uh, first one up: Is it true or false? You bought your first house at age sixteen. Is that a true or false story? True. Is this from uh, from f- money from uh, from film careers, singing? What was it for you? My singing. Yeah, yeah. singing. I got my record deal after I did my Coke commercial. Your Coke commercial. I bought my house with my advance. How'd you get into a Coke commercial as a teenager? How did that work? They called my high school. Come on. They said they were looking for a male black sixteen through eighteen for a Coke commercial and. I was the last person to show up for the audition, and I got the gig. Changed my life. <laughs> so, okay, so you're just walking through the halls of your high school, and somebody pulls you aside and says that, hey, we got a call. No, they called They called the music department. Okay, and you were in the music department? Yes, sir. Okay, so you've always you've so, always been attracted to music, right? I guess then. Music is my first love, still to this day. So what did you do in that Coke commercial? What'd you do? Um, I'm singing on the bus. I got a backpack on, and the way the commercial ends, I end up with a really big smile at the end, wearing headphones in the backpack. It's a very, very, very famous commercial. It changed my life when I was um, 15. And um, my mother had to co sign on the house because you got to be at least 21 to own a property in mm-hmm. California. And. She co-signed, and I bought the house. Wow. Life-changing commercial. Now you live in Atlanta, home of Coca-Cola. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> How about that? Uh, second one, true or false? A few times. True or false, Tyrese Gibson? You have a big-time fear of owls. Is that true or false? True. Why? Why Why do you have a fear of owls? I just don't like them. It's no different <laughs> than people that don't like rats. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a majestic bird for many people, though. Tyrese, you yeah, well, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, next up, um, when you were growing up, you dreamed of becoming a trash collector when you were a young child. Is that a true story, as well? Very true. Okay, what did what did what appealed to you? Just the truck and working hard, or something? I like just that? you know anything that feels alpha for me from childhood. All my big homies were alphas. Everything I know about what I identify with as a real man 
is is an alpha. And I just thought there's a lot of jobs out there, but it takes a real man, a real alpha to be picking up trash. And at the time, this was long before people were pulling up to the trash can and it has the automatic thing that kind of picks it up. Yes. Forklift and yeah, right. This was like, this is when real men was like pulling up and, you know, they wore their back braces and they was lifting that trash mm-hmm. up and, and right. doing that thing. So I used to go like 10 houses up the street. I put on like three or four belts around my waist, regular belts. Yeah. And every week I just would help the trash man. And that's what I wanted to be. I, that was long before I ever knew I could sing. Long, way long before any thought of acting. And um, yeah, I knew that they had medical and dental benefits. And there you go. <laughs> I was sure. like coming home every day smelling like trash. It had to be pretty sexy to your girlfriend or your wife. Uh, and so that's what I wanted to do. All right. The last one for you here on Celebrity True or False, Tyrese Gibson. True or False, you you have a fully functioning Benihana-style restaurant located right in your backyard, and you call it Gibsihana. Is that true or story? It's true, and you can Google it. There's (laughs) videos, there's photos. I've been um, partying in that thing for the last 10 years. So do you yeah. do you operate it yourself? Do you do you no, chop no, no. things up I yourself? Got, all my employees are from Benny Hunts. <laughs> like like you go straight to the fruit of the vine is what you're saying. You go straight to the Benny Hanna and then and you get them in and they they do their thing for you in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, it's called poaching. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I uh I've I've, I've <laughs> definitely poached it. The thing is I've been doing this for years, and I, you know, I don't mean no disrespect to the Benihana uh, mm-hmm. Empire, mm-hmm. but if if I'm ever looking for someone to do something, mm-hmm. I normally show up to their job where they're doing what I want them to do for me, mm-hmm. and then I'll just ask them, "Let me get your phone number. I don't want you to leave your job, but here and there, I'm going to call you and see if you want to take advantage of this opportunity." I mean, I even, you can Google this as well. I, I even built a full cleaners with the iron and press steam. I built a full cleaners in my garage. Um, they actually did a story on it on TMZ, which is kind of random. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where my brain has always been, if I see it, if I like it, if I want it. Mm-hmm then I'm going to do it. And um, the idea came from a complaint that I've heard from most of my celebrity VIP friends that we can't go nowhere, can't eat nowhere, can't do anything, especially in L.A. because the paparazzi and the cameras is always messing with us. So I, I don't want to name drop, but if you can think of anybody who's an A, B, and C list star, director, writer, producer, you name it, mm-hmm. all ate in my backyard. And we've had some of the most legendary parties. <laughs> and um, it's been amazing. The crazy thing is I'm actually selling the house right now. And that's the hardest part about letting the house go. Because <laughs> there's so many moments that, um, 
you know, so many moments. Michael Bay, John Singleton, just you name it. Paul Walker. First time I used it, first time I built it was for my daughter's fifth birthday. And she's 14 now. And so if you pull up an image right now and you type in Gipsy Hana, you'll see an image of Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, and Will Smith with his daughter all sitting in my backyard at Benny Hanna's. That has to be legendary. That has to have been a legendary the day. Most. And then across from Paul Walker and Vin yeah. was actually Dexter and Bernice King, who was the son and daughter of Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King. All of this happened on the debut, the first time I ever built it and used it. And so I knew that I was like, if we're starting this way, it's only up from here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I should say so, and it's too bad I never got there, too, because uh, I'll be honest with you, Tyrese, I'm a messy eater, so if I'd yeah. gotten something on my shirt, you're telling me I could have gone in your garage and gotten it fully cleaned and laundered and pressed yeah, we as well. Yeah, we could have got you all the way right. We could have washed, <laughs> pressed you up, Wow. put you in a regular T-shirt until we took care of you, and then had that thing delivered to you. Here's the thing. I even had the plastic that go on top, so once we press it, Put the plastic full on. Full service. It was full service, baby. You should Google all this stuff, man. I don't lie. I don't lie to my friends. All right. You know, I don't make stuff up, man. It's, it's, I went all out. And then I went and poached like four people that work at the cleaners. It's <laughs> like, you know, if you work five days a week, man, just come see me on Saturday. Take care of you. Everything in my house. I put I spend so much money on the cleaners every year because there's certain things that you just can't put in the washing machine. That's true. I was like, man, I'm not spending all this money. I said, I'm gonna hire this guy. I'm gonna pay him per hour, and he's just gonna get me right with every suit, button up, and pants, and everything you name it. And you work at the cleaners, so you know how to operate all this stuff in here. Yes, sir. Where have you been all my life, Tyrese? My God, this is fantastic. I really am inspired by every word that's dropping out of your mouth right now. This is amazing. Uh, Yeah. Dangerous in theaters and on demand. Check it out with uh, Tyrese Gibson, Mel Gibson, Kevin Durand, Thomke Johnson, and Scott Eastwood. Uh, This has been an absolute... Do you mind if I mention one thing before we go? Have at Of course we want you guys to go see Dangerous. Um, Mm -hmm. But I wanted to mention... One of the proudest things I've ever done in my life is launch VoltronTravel.com. V-O-L-T-R-O-N Travel.com. Okay. Every booking, hotel, flight, or car rental, every booking, we're shaving off a percentage to put black and brown people through college at HBCUs. Um, The proudest thing I've ever done. So with all of the holiday travel that's coming up, um, please go to VoltronTravel.com, and you can go and book anywhere. I get it. But when you book with me, you're making a difference, and we're putting black and brown people through college with full scholarships, the underserved, and it's the proudest thing I've ever done. And I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that before we go. It's fantastic. VoltronTravel.com. TJ, you wanted to hop in here? Yeah, I just had a quick question. Tyrese, what up, man? This is TJ. What up, man? So you brought up Baby Boy earlier, right? And so now I'm thinking the the Benihana and the dry cleaner, right? Is that 
yeah. fall into the guns category or the butter category? <laughs> like, you know, Vin Rang's talked about the um, guns and the butter. So which one of these categories does well, do these here, two fall here's into? The thing. It's a good one. Here's the thing. Um, one thing I never look forward to is an invoice from Benny Hanna. Um, and so me paying that one chef, uh, and feeding damn near 200 people per night. Um, I would think that it would fall into, um, the butter category. There's your answer. Um, the amount of money I was looking to save from my cleaners every month. Sheets and bedding and clothes. It's butter, saving money. Um, so yeah, that's that's my answer. There you go. <laughs> that's what's up. This is great, Tyrese Gibson. Let's do this more often. Whenever you want to promote anything, I, I this chat has just been delightful and it's been awesome. So thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. Let's do this again. Hey man, thank you for having me on and thank you guys for your great energy. This is my first interview of the day. Excellent. So I'm off to a good start. There we no go. Doubt, no doubt. There we go. I, I hate to tell you, and, and I don't mean to slag on anybody else in my business. It's all downhill from here for you, unfortunately. The travel site on the air as well. You man. got it. Means it. A lot VoltronTravel.com. Uh, a slice of all the bookings goes towards putting as he said, people of color into HBCUs where our friend Deion Sanders currently coaches college yes, football. Indeed. So uh, yeah, fantastic. Via, Eddie George. The, and it's via the Third Good Marshall Foundation as well. It's been around for well over 75 years. Fantastic. So they're my partner to make sure that all the money from the bookings are going to put folks through college. So I'm just very, very proud. And while I'm on the air, I'm like, you know, I probably couldn't afford this conversation, uh, but uh, now that we're on the airwaves, I just hope y'all definitely book with us. You got it. VoltronTravel.com, Dangerous in Theaters. Tyrese Gibson, thank you, sir. You be well. Thank you. You got it. Tyrese Gibson right here on The Rich Eisen Show. This is a Rich Eisen Best Up. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. This is a Rich Eisen Best Up. Her Atlanta Braves came up with the W. I sent her a text. Congratulations. Her response is that she has not cried. She didn't cry as much when uh, your child was born. That's what she said to I, me, too. Okay. Like, Sarah Tiana here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, basking in the glow of her Braves winning the World Series last night. Congratulations, Sarah. Congrats. <laughs> 
Shirt on. Shirt on. <laughs> very good. Congratulations. That Thank is so you. Very excited. Very excited. Yes, I definitely cried less when Cage was born, but that's because it was planned. The World Series was not planned. That's true. Uh, winning was not planned. And even though we were up by seven, you know, we were up by a touchdown. Not enough as an Atlanta sports fan to feel safe. So, but it, very it, proud. And it is such yeah. an amazing run, too, right? That that the uh, NLCS MVP is Eddie Rosario, who you get, mm-hmm. um, who, who your team gets in the trade deadline, even though he's hurt, right? Yep. And then yep. and then the MVP of the World Series is another guy that you got, but he was unavailable due to COVID at the outset of the playoffs. And Solaire wins it, and Freed shuts it down, even though he couldn't previously. It's kind of like all perfect Freeman with the last out. It's all mm-hmm. perfect, right? I mean, it's yeah. incredible. It it definitely feels like the spirit of Hank Aaron has been with us this whole time. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, losing him this year was uh, was a really difficult blow. And like, we talk about Acuna going down, and we talk about like, you know, not having Soroka, and like all these players that we lost and we don't talk enough about losing Hank Aaron and how valuable he was to the team. And for us to, you know, win our division and then beat Milwaukee, which is his former team, and then go past the Dodgers, who he very much disliked, and then to get to play against his best friend in the World Series and Dusty Baker, it's Mm. just kind of like the most beautiful story, in my opinion, of like why this team was so special. That is a neat way to put it, no doubt about it. And the point is, too, is they, they won it all, and maybe the best player in baseball in Acuna Jr. is sitting at home icing himself up. I mean, that's incredible. Well, that's wild. Yeah. So. He was there <laughs> right. to help us celebrate. Right. And uh, I'm sure he's, you know, not wearing any of Jock's pearls. He's wearing <laughs> all the chains that he normally wears, mm-hmm. just like the rest of our team. and. It's, uh, you know, he definitely got us halfway there. He's still an instrumental part of that team. And and I think, yeah, Solaire won MVP, but that's only because they could give it, could only give it to one person. But I think our bullpen is the true MVP of this series. Like, for them to just come out and pitch lights out and then for Charlie Morton to throw, you know, four batters out, <laughs> throw four strikeouts on a broken leg. And, you know, for Max Freed to come come back with his best friends in this crowd like you know Lucas Giolito and Jack Flaherty are both sitting in those in the crowd in Houston it just felt like it felt like our night felt like our night well and uh I know you don't want to talk about this stuff but I'll do it anyway um (laughs) uh no and and um as Brockman will tell you uh winning uh is contagious in a town and a region it happened for his mass hole friends and himself your shirtless (laughs) mass hole by the way that's an avatar for my new my new (laughs) fantasy fantasy team shirtless mass hole uh (laughs) who you live with and have a child with um so georgia's won i mean could this be like the greatest run uh for you (laughs) i mean no uh, comment come on now come on now it's contagious these things happen as you know look at tampa these things happen what do you think yeah come on i mean i think i think the hawks have a good shot i think the bulldogs have a great shot this is definitely the best defensive team we've had in a very long time Mm -hmm. uh nicobe dean is i think the leader of that defense and he is lights out and he 
you know, in my opinion, could also be up for a Heisman as as much as Jordan Davis is on the other side. So this is definitely like a team, you know, that's preventing the SEC from scoring, which they normally do so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a big key. That's how you actually can can beat the SEC, just prevent them from scoring. Th- and so we we have two quarterbacks, and honestly, I don't think it matters which one is throwing because we know we can score. We have a great offense. It's keeping the other teams from scoring, and that's what we're doing. So I definitely – they're going to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. It just depends on what our draw is. I, I definitely think we can beat Alabama. We can beat anybody. It just depends on if we believe – we can beat anybody. Okay, and so now, uh, and I know you're 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 also probably a little superstitious. Does this mean Brockman has to be shirtless for every uh, <laughs> big game now, or is that the way this works? I guess he was just not wearing a shirt because he doesn't have a brave shirt. Uh, so I'm assuming that's why he was is that shirtless. What, Chris, he, is that, he definitely is that, goes shirtless way too often. I think you know he's always shirtless. <laughs> way too often in the backyard. Confirm or deny, <laughs> Chris? You want to confirm or deny? I do not own a brave shirt. <laughs> It's confirmed. Uh, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful run here, Sarah. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I hope so. I love how much, uh, the, you know, the Falcons have, have supported the Braves. You know, Trey Young was at the game on Sunday night. So, it, you know, for the mm-hmm. Hawks. So it's, it's great. We have all this community support. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's very loud in that town. And, and there's a lot of support around this team. And it's made up of, of guys from all over the world as well as, like, local guys. So it's a really cool team. Right. I'm really, really excited. Uh, Cage's first haircut, World Series, and top-ranked <laughs> Bulldogs team. I think it's your son. I think it's him. I think it's oh, him. Oh, sure. I think it's, it's him. definitely him. He's, okay. our good, he's our good luck charm. We're going to keep him. I think we're going to keep him. He's a keeper. <laughs> he's a keeper. Look at that boy with his first haircut. We're showing him right now. Fantastic. <laughs> Congratulations, Sarah. Congratulations, Thank Sarah. You. Lots of Gatorade. Lots of Gatorade today. Yeah, lots of Gatorade. Yeah. Pedialyte. There you go. There you go. Chicken, yeah. chicken regular cakes. Regular Coca-Cola. That's what I'm drinking. Regular Coca-Cola. Just that's like my a, hangover cure. Just like a good Georgia girl. Well it's, done. Sarah, well I think done. like yeah. the... I feel like the World Series meant more than Cage being born because she's known the Braves longer than she's known Cage. Yeah, that's very oh, yeah. good. Congratulations, Sarah. You take care. There you go. Thank you. Sarah Tiana, everybody. Les Snead, general manager of the Rams. He's got championship on his mind, too. He's coming up next in hour two. So, yeah, there's Sarah right now, elbowing Cage away from the Pedialyte to slam it back herself. I'll take that orange-flavored Pedialyte, kid. What's this purple stuff? It's, no, mean, it's like, you, no, it's seriously, it's like it's like a plane. You're supposed to put your mask on first before attending yeah, to the child. Absolutely. That's what she needs to do with the Pedialyte absolutely. right now, I think. She woke up this morning and looked at me and goes, how did I get in bed? I'm Come like, on. I'm like, yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. Direct, <laughs> oh, yeah. Direct quote. How did I get in bed? I was like, do you remember brushing your teeth? No. Great. I had to dress you, too. Damn. <laughs> oh, look at that. The cigar? We uh, we did cigars outside. She We finished. She drank. Oh, so she's drinking and a cigar? Like, that would put no, me in. Was, that would put me out, too. It was with the whiskey started uh, with rocks, no mixer, about the third inning after Solaire's home run. Yes. Uh, then when they won, we, we finished a bottle of Dom that she had just from back in the day that yeah. was still there. Then went back to the whiskey when we went to cigars outside to watch the post game. And then at about 10.30, the lights went out, if you know what I mean. I feel drunk just <laughs> listening to that. I can feel that. And Cage is, thank God, not getting up, right? He's he out. stayed up, actually, till the end. So it was a late it's night like for mom. him. Oh, gosh. But then I, you know, I put him to bed at 
thirty. Well, because you're father of the year, shirtless. Shirtless father. <laughs> you don't go shirtless in your own house? No. Really? <laughs> no. No, I don't. I'm, dude. Somebody back me up here. Dude, it's not Florida. It's California. Come on. I mean, I'm not like a, you know. I mean, I'm in a chubby state, so I'm rarely shirtless, but. I mean, if I, you know. I mean, I don't have a six-pack either, but, like. No, I. I but you're in your own crib. There's I nothing know. wrong with that. No, I mean, I, I I put on, like, some shorts when I get home. You know, like, I'll do, do that. Sure do, At Rich Eisen Show right now. Do bro. you go shirtless in your house? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a poll question you're putting out there. Of course. Okay. Well, at some point, everybody's shirtless in their house. No, but I mean, just, like. On the couch. Kicking it. Yeah, just kick hang it. it. Yeah, kick it. Yeah. Just put a shirt on. <laughs> 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 Why is that so funny, TJ? You <laughs> the laugh is making me laugh. Why is that so funny? Just put a shirt on. Just put a shirt on. <laughs> this is a Rich Eisen best of.